How can Christians live out their faith in the church, the family, and the government? Find out in the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for November, Faith That Shines in the Culture. It's written by regular guest Dr. Alfonso Espinosa. Learn more about Faith That Shines in the Culture at issuesetc.org or by calling Concordia Publishing House 1-800-325-3040. Faith That Shines in the Culture, the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for November. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he healed the sick and afflicted. The prophet Isaiah is largely considered to be kind of the prophet of prophets in the Old Testament. He stands there in the very center. He has a very clear message of Jesus Christ, usually depicted as the servant of the Lord. But how does it all begin for the prophet Isaiah? There in the sixth chapter, he tells us about a vision that he has, and he is called by God to go be a prophet to Israel. Greetings and welcome to Issues Etc., coming to you live from the studios of Lutheran Public Radio in Collinsville, Illinois. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in. We'll be teaching a Sunday school lesson on God Calling Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6 and also chapters 52 and 53. Joy Pullman of the Federalist joins us to discuss an attempt by the Biden administration to force transgender policies on federal grant recipients. We'll discuss the source of truth with Pastor Christopher Eskett, and then Pastor Sean Denzer joins us to look forward to Sunday morning according to the three-year lectionary, the first Sunday in Advent. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. Describe the vision that Isaiah had and is recorded there in Isaiah 6. It says that in the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, Now, those are angels. Each had six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And they called to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. What does this vision mean? This vision means that God the Father is coming to Isaiah with a message. And he is going to use Isaiah to speak his word to the people. And, of course, that is why the angels sing, Holy, 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 because there are three persons in the Trinity— God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And the whole earth is full of his glory, which shows that there's only one God, three persons. And that's the vision that Isaiah is seeing. How did Isaiah react to what he was seeing? Oh, he was worried. He says, Woe is me, for I am lost. I am a man of unclean lips, 
I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts, in this vision. And so he feels that because of his sinful nature and the many sins he has done, that eternal death will be the result. So what did the angel do to Isaiah in this vision? Well, one of the seraphim flew to him and had in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched the mouth of Isaiah and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. This is a great foretaste of what Jesus Christ was going to do for the whole world, that our guilt is taken away and our sin atoned for. In fact, this week's reading from 1 Corinthians 1 says this, that God will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, with our sins having been forgiven, we will have nothing to fear from God because he is reconciled to us, not because of our works, but because of the works of Jesus Christ. What message is Isaiah specifically sent to proclaim? Well, this continues in verse 8 of chapter 6 of Isaiah, where the Lord says, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And Isaiah responds, Here am I, send me. And then the Lord says, Go and say to this people, keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. For these people are worshiping false idols. The people of Israel are worshiping false idols. And God wants to warn them of what is in store for them, which will be captivity by the Assyrians. And that's why Isaiah says, send me, send me. There's a hymn like that. Send me, send me. And that's what every message of every Christian should be saying. How is Isaiah's message consistent with the message of all the Old Testament prophets? From the beginning of Genesis 3.15, there's a promise that through the seed of Eve, which finally came through the seed of Mary, the virgin, will come a savior, a redeemer. And Isaiah is one of the best books in the Bible, in my opinion, to describe this redeemer. And of course, in light of the passages that we read, that Redeemer is none other than Jesus Christ himself. And Isaiah explains 
what he has to go through in order to save us from our sins. In Isaiah 52, 53, the Lord's servant is described. Who is this? The Lord's servant is none other than Jesus Christ. That's found also in the book of Daniel, where God the Father is the Ancient of Days. Jesus is the Son of Man that he sends. And he is the arm of the Lord. In fact, in verse 10 of Isaiah 52, it says, The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. And so, Isaiah is given the task, and he describes a lot of what is going to happen to Jesus Christ as the servant of God the Father. Does Isaiah 53 talk about Christ's resurrection? Yes, because it says he's borne our griefs, carried our sorrows, Yet we regarded him stricken and smitten by God and that we didn't realize he was wounded for our transgressions and that he was crushed for our iniquities. And it says in verse 6, the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed. He was afflicted yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter. As for his generation, he was cut off from the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And then it says they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death. That was Joseph of Arimathea. Although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. And so Jesus was the sacrifice that paid for our sins. And yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him, to give him the grief that should have been ours. And when that occurs, then he is raised from the dead as proof evidence that we are freed from our sins. And that's the message of the whole Old Testament, including this Isaiah passage and many passages in the New Testament. Why do we continue to sing the Holy, Holy, Holy on Sunday morning in the Divine Service? We begin the divine service with our baptismal statement in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Those are the three holies. Holy is each one of them, and we give glory to all of them. And how do we give glory to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? We give him glory 
by singing praises to him, by praying to him, and by listening to his word, which he gives us in Holy Scripture. And so we want to make it real clear to the congregation that when the pastor is speaking, these are not just the words of the pastor, but a proper pastor is actually repeating the words of God himself as found in Holy Scripture. And so I often will pray when I have another pastor with me, we pray that the congregation will recognize that it is not the pastors who are leading the worship. It's rather Jesus himself, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit giving the good news of our salvation, the forgiveness of sins, and heaven as our home. And that's why we direct the worship service to the Trinity with the words, holy, holy, holy. What calling do the Sunday school children have from God? Their calling is that they have made his children. And that's why it's really important that the Sunday school teacher does as best as he or she can in getting the children baptized. And the way to do that is to speak to the parents about the great gift that a child receives in baptism. Not only the gift of the Holy Spirit, but also the gift of the forgiveness of sins and the promise from God that that child will be going to heaven. And so that means when a child is growing up and they're asked, if you were to die today, would you go to heaven? The child can assuredly say, yes, I will, because I am baptized. And being baptized, we have the promises of God that give us the greatest good news we have ever heard. And that is that salvation is ours free of charge. We can't buy it. We can't earn it. We can't work for it. But that's all been done by the works of Jesus Christ, who died so that we will never really die, and who lives so that, like Lazarus, we also will be raised from the dead. Finally, what's the law and gospel of this lesson? The law is, boy, because we are sinners, and Isaiah recognized this, we often turn away from God and seek our own way. Just read almost any daily newspaper in the United States and read of the many people who are no longer worshiping the true God. They're worshiping themselves. They made up their own rules, their own laws, and they disregard God's will from Holy Scripture. But the gospel is we can tell others that the Lord laid down his life for you, and he therefore calls us back to himself through his word.
So Jesus becomes our brother. God the Father becomes our Father. And the Holy Spirit becomes our comforter, even while we're here on earth. And that's the great news of Isaiah, especially as we get closer to Christmas and understand the importance of the incarnation of God to become a human being so that he might suffer and die for our sins, be raised from the dead, and say to the Father, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. You'll find a link to Law and Gospel on the Talk On Demand archives page at issuesetc.org. Tom, thanks. Thank you. When we come back, Joy Pullman will tell us what some proposed new regulations from the Biden administration will do to free speech, religious liberty, and freedom of conscience. week on the word of the lord endures forever we continue our study of the book of beginnings genesis with descendants of ham descendants of shem tower of babel more on shem and Terah's family join me pastor will whedon for the word of the lord endures forever your daily 15 minute verse by verse bible study on demand listen at the or your favorite podcast provider How can Christians live out their faith in the church, the family, and the government? Find out in the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for November, Faith That Shines in the Culture. It's written by regular guest Dr. Alfonso Espinosa. Learn more about Faith That Shines in the Culture at issuesetc.org or by calling Concordia Publishing House, 1-800-325-3040. Faith That Shines in the Culture, the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for November. Your daily Lutheran Bible class. You're listening to Issues Etc. Many educational institutions are governed by the whims of culture and are increasingly hostile to the Word of God. In contrast, Faith Lutheran School in Plano, Texas, provides classical Lutheran education rooted in God's Word for students preschool through grade 12. Simply put, we equip students to stand firm in the faith through solid education focused on wisdom and virtue. We offer in-person instruction as well as live online classes for remote learning. To learn more, visit flsplano.org, flsplano.org. Not everyone is comfortable with new technology. Dial-A Podcast gives all generations of your congregation an easy way to hear your sermons or even devotionals and Bible studies. Once you've completed a simple one-time setup, we take care of the rest. All your congregants have to do is dial the number from any phone to listen to your latest podcast, all at no additional cost to them. Dial-A Podcast. Extend the reach of your sermons. Get started at dialapodcast.com now.